0: Good afternoon members of the Leader Brigade. I'm Colonel Sadolin, your Brigade Commander for both OCS, I-BOLIC, a and the other tenant units that are inside the Brigade. So as I get around the formation, I start talking to Lieutenants that are going through training, uh, It doesn't matter really where they're at, or Officer Candidates inside OCS. One of the common questions I get asked is, what do I need to do as I'm preparing to go to my unit to set myself up for success? And there's a lot of things that can go into that conversation, right? So as I sat down and wrote some notes to myself, what I have here up on the board are some of the key points I think are vital to your success, going into your first platoon, arriving to your first squadron or battalion, and then moving down to either your company or your troop. And I think they're agnostic really of, of whether or not you're in a light, heavy, mechanized formation, it doesn't matter because these are all based off of personal, professional you know, goals that you want to achieve and having a vision and thinking through things so that you arrive at your unit as much or as fully prepared as possible. So how we entitle this is setting the stage to win, right? And a lot of things that you'll find inside your military career, whether that's going on the objective, all right, or whether that's PCSing, the conditions that you set prior to dictate whether or not you're going to be victorious in achieving your mission or your objective, whether that's with the enemy or whether that's at your next unit of assignment. So as you're moving towards your next duty station we already did another podcast previously on pcs we did that here with housing so i'm not going to go back and and regurgitate that information but i think what is absolutely vital is to begin to build your base of knowledge about your unit every unit has history tied to it a lineage Um, every unit has policies sops an lrtc a long range training calendar and then you can always gain a lot of insight from social media but let's Let's break some of these out. So you're going to have, you're going to arrive, let's say you're going to the 101st Airborne Division at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. All right, you're going to go to 1st Brigade and a battalion within that brigade. Your division, brigade, and battalion, and even company are going to have policies, starting with the commanding general, moving down to the brigade commander, down to the battalion commander, and down to the company that dictate what they expect of all leaders and soldiers inside of a formation. Absolutely, you want to get your hands on those if you can prior to. Your sponsor should be able to help you with that. That's why it's absolutely vital, no matter where you're going, whether it's CONUS or OCONUS, that you have a good point of contact and a sponsor to assist you in going to the unit. It doesn't just have to be with your move, where do we need to go to school, where's the best place to get a house, where's potentially a preferred location to live on post for access to schools, et cetera, et cetera. But it's also talking with that um, I won't call them a mentor, but that sponsor that you've been given that will also provide you the information about the unit outside of that. And that's what we're talking about. They should be able to help you and assist you inside of getting these policies. Understanding that policy is one of your first steps to understanding your operating environment. It's gonna be very clear to you through understanding the policies, any vision statements, intent um, that you have with each one of those respective commanders at Echelon, you'll very clearly begin to understand what are the priorities for my chain of command, what does the division commander see as success? What is the brigade commander, battalion commander, and company commander, which is really where your focus at. And your focus will entirely probably be at the company level, but understanding two levels up, how people see the operating environment and what they expect of you is only gonna make you a better leader, a- better able to foresee issues or problems inside of your formation that are outside of the guidance and regulations that your leaders have set forth. And that's gonna make you more effective in supporting your company or troop commander in their mission. Next thing is SOP. So your company and your platoon are going to have SOPs. Inside of the 101st Airborne, I'm sure they have several different SOPs regarding air assault operations. How your platoon wears its equipment. What do we execute when we go to the field in terms of patrol base operations? How do we do logistical resupply? All of these things are very good things for you to understand as a leader because you're going to be directly involved in the chain that is responsible for ensuring that you have those things and be able to provide them to your soldiers. So getting copies of any SOPs that you have at the company or troop level, the battalion or squadron level, read them thoroughly. And then if you have questions, be prepared to discuss with either your platoon sergeant, your squad leaders, or your peers, your other fellow uh, platoon leaders, or the company executive officer. Those are all good people that we'll talk about later on that I think are critical for your success and understanding your operating environment when you get to your organization. Next thing that is absolutely vital, they can give you a very good sense of what your unit is doing and how they're taking care of families, what they do for morale, welfare, recreation, some of the key training highlights, is just to go to their social media pages. Go to the social media page now. Most companies and troops of battalions and squadrons have at least, at a minimum, a Facebook page. They may also have a Twitter page or other modes or mediums of social media that you can utilize to kind of gain an up-to-date of what has the unit been doing. If they have a calendar on there, you'll be able to see what is going on forward. All right, We already talked about, as you talk with your sponsor, potentially getting a copy of the long-range training calendar, and inside of your trooper company, your short-range training calendar. That will tell you immediately, when you walk in, what are you walking into? Am I walking into where are we at and the training progression leading to a combined training center either the joint readiness training center at fort polk louisiana or the national training center at fort irwin california are is our organization on glide path to go to one of those ctc rotations and where are we in response to that train up leading up into that are we at the individual level are we at the team and squad level Are we at the platoon company troop collective level are we getting ready to go do our major ftx prior to deploying to one of the ctc's understanding that Knowing what you're walking into and getting your hands back into 321.8 and your doctrine and understanding the policies and the SOPs is going to give you, again, increase your understanding of where your unit is and what you're going to be expected to do day one you arrive. All right. So social media and obviously the LRTC and the short range training calendar are going to be critical towards building that, you know, that operating, operating environment understanding all right so those are some of the key things you can do with very little effort utilizing your sponsor utilizing social media to get an understanding of what your operating environment is that you're going into to better prepare yourself the next thing i will tell you is you have to sign in ready what does that mean you need to be ready personally and then you need to be ready professionally part of the professional aspect we just talked about that's educating yourself on your organization Right? That's your commitment to the profession. That's understanding what you're going to. Right? But when we talk about being prepared personally, you're going to PCS with X amount of leave days that allow you to move from your current unit of assignment, whether it's A Bullock, I Bullock, OCS, off to your Bullock B or wherever. And you're going to have potentially 14 days to maybe 21 days to get to your unit, find your housing, move in your house, and get established. All right? But it's more than that. All right? I'd ask you to think about this in a broader perspective. You could sign into your unit and two weeks later find yourself at one of the training centers gone for 45 days or on some other real-world mission in support of U.S. objectives globally All right, to support our nation. That could happen very quick. How you prepare yourself and how you know how to do that will only enable you to better take care of your people and be present when they need you as a leader. So making sure things like Prior to leaving Fort Benning, you will have time before you PCS, getting your powers of attorney squared away, ensuring you have a will, ensuring that in within those documents you have instructions for either your spouse or your loved one that should you be gone and unable to handle affairs, somebody is able to do that for you, that your DD-93 and SGLI and SGLV are up to date. That you have access to your bank accounts. People know how to get to those to support you should you not have access to Wi-Fi to do online banking, online accounting, and things of that nature, right? That your lease and your renter's insurance is squared away should you choose to live off post or on post with your renter's insurance. That if you have animals, that you have a plan to take care of those animals in your absence if you don't have a spouse or somebody to take care of them. That you have all these things lined up as you are coming into your unit is only going to make you better prepared that you can respond to the call when your company or troop commander or battalion commander says hey jones we're going to the field in two weeks you're going to conduct seven days of in processing on the installation you're going to process the brigade and then the battalion and then you're coming down here to x troop x company and three days later after you've gone to caf we're moving out your response to that should not be sir or ma'am i'm unable to because i cannot Accomplish that because I am not personally ready All right, so think about those things and while they may not seem apparently important to you right now I can promise you at the time point in time that you do need them. They're going to become very important So think about all those administrative things that you need to get done So that you're squared away and you know what you can do and you're prepared to execute the mission next thing I will tell you is build your own documents Throughout both I Bullock, A Bullock, and even OCS, and the Bullock A, you receive counseling on NCO officer relationships, on professional counseling, the OER support form, the NCOER support form, how to counsel individuals individuals personally, professionally, performance, and career, all right? Think through, talk to your peers. If you already have a point of contact as a sponsor inside of your company or troop that you know you're going to, and that's already where ask them for things hey do you have examples of counseling that you've used talk to your ncos that are here currently and say sergeant staff sergeant sergeant first class first sergeant do you have an example of a best practice of where you've received counseling as either a platoon sergeant or squad leader from your platoon leader or your company commander that i can get from you that i can utilize that i can talk about you can also talk to your peers about you know if your platoon and your platoon sergeant you decide you're going to have a platoon philosophy that encompasses how you guys manage, your girls manage inside of your organizations, your philosophy on everything from PT, marksmanship, you know, counseling, taking care of people. Get those documents and start to build that. Nothing is as powerful as walking into your organization, right? Finish your in processing. You arrive at your company or troop. You meet your platoon sergeant. You meet your squad leader. You walk down the hallway to get your initial counseling from your company commander. You receive that. Hopefully, you also receive their OER support form and your battalion or squadron commander's OER support form, which will give you another clear understanding of their expectations and what they want out of you as a leader inside of their organization. You then take those documents and you say, hey, Platoon Sergeant, I have an initial draft of your counseling, what I expect for your NCR checklist, what I want to see inside the organization, how I see initial counseling for the squad leaders. I'd like to talk to you about those tomorrow at... 0930 after PT um, and get your feedback on, here is the document I've already prepared. But I'd like to look at what the company commander and first sergeant have already put out to make sure I'm in line with their intent and vision inside of the trooper company. When you do that, that sets a very quick tone inside of your organization that you are professional, you care about the relationship with your NCOs, your staff sergeants, your sergeants, and your platoon sergeant, and you want to have a very clear understanding and two-way discussion on how are we going to run things and manage our platoon inside of this organization in support of the company or troop commander and first sergeant. Right, so having those documents ready to go. Initial counseling for squad leaders, initial counseling for your platoon sergeant. Hopefully your own OER support form ready to go so that when you talk to your company commander, You're like, here, sir, I've read your OER support form. I've read your vision. I've read your policy letters. I've already read what the battalion or squadron commander have. I got them from my sponsor, Lieutenant X, and I was able to form this. So here is my OER support form. Thank you very much for the opportunity to lead inside of this organization and the trust you've given me to take care of our soldiers. Nothing says, hey, this soldier is ready like that. Right? And that sets a tone and a good first step in the right direction with your chain of command. So come with your documents ready to go. Does't mean you cannot change them after your discussion with your platoon sergeant doesn't mean you can't modify them after your counseling with your company commander. and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't review them for 8, 12 months throughout your platoon leader time to ensure that you're, these are still relevant. And this is still where we want to go. But having your documents ready to go, day one is absolutely critical. All right you have about two weeks in my assessment this is Colonel Sadlin's opinion you have about two weeks inside of your platoon before everybody in that platoon the soldiers the NCOs the platoon sergeant form their opinion of you that opinion can either be very positive or not so positive you set the tone for that right but coming in prepared and having a plan right so I said hey day one talk to your platoon sergeant say hey t- Platoons aren't here. The documents tomorrow like to sit down and discuss. They should be the first person you talk to. They are the senior non-commissioned officer representative inside of that platoon. And by nature of the army promotion system and experience in the army, talent-based, they should have the most experience. Have a discussion with them, ask them about the platoon, have a list of questions that you want to ask. Hey, can you tell me the strengths and weaknesses of our platoon during the last platoon live fire section, live fire, last FTX, you know, that we've done as an organization? How does that tie in with our training path and our internal training objectives for our platoon? Do you feel this platoon philosophy that I've I've presented you is acceptable or what would you change? But they should be the first person you counsel. You build that relationship with your platoon sergeant and you don't let air or sunshine come between that relationship behind closed doors and in front of your people. That sets a, a very large tone. Then when you come in and you talk to your squad leaders and you counsel them, this is, again, Colonel Sadler's opinion, once you and your platoon sergeant come to an agreement, they look at the counseling that you provide. They're like, yep, that's spot on, sir or ma'am. You take that counseling. You bring all the squad leaders in at once because it's initial counseling and your expectations should be the same for all of them. And you and your platoon sergeant do a joint counseling session with them and talk about the future of the platoon, the expectations, how you're going to quantify it. You know, inside of their NCR checklist, by category, saying, "Hey, look, I've looked at the LRTC. These are the in the SRTC inside of the trooper trooper company. Upcoming, we have individual weapons qualification. We've got a physical fitness test, or an EIB, or EFMB, or the Expert Soldier badge. We've got squad live fires, team live fires, and we have an exaval." That's going to take place over the next eight months to a year before we go to our CTC. You can quantify in there what you see as an excellence on those NCRs. Sergeant, X, whatever squad leader, I see this would be an example of a excellence inside of physical fitness, competency, you know, and you can tie it to key events and give them tangible goals that you and your platoon sergeant talk about that are tied directly to the training calendar, tied to the civil collective task list you have to achieve inside your platoon to support your company or troop and your squadron or battalion. And that gives squad leaders something to focus on. It gives them something to focus on during sergeant's time. It establishes an expectation between you and them. That all comes from that counseling, right? But doing that up front, setting the stage, leading from the front, showing up day one, ready to go, looking, acting, and being the part of a platoon leader, This is all about building your documents and signing in ready. All right, next thing we talked about, I already talked about your sponsor and their relationship, but potentially what you can get from them in the form of either policies, SOPs, expectations, the short-range training calendar. But the other thing is you can get is just a sense of the unit in and of itself, right? Your peers, your other platoon leaders that may have been there longer, and especially executive officer, are excellent resources for you to utilize to do that once you get on the ground, or prior to if you have a relationship with them already. Talking with them and getting a sense of how things are running, what you need to do, where you potentially can focus on to be of the best or the most value for organization, those conversations are invaluable. It also establishes a relationship with your peers and your exo that you are an open-minded leader that is able to be taught and able to have peer relationships and able to enhance yourself. And you will do the same someday when a new platoon leader comes behind you but they are an excellent source. The other one up here that I'll talk about, two down here, though, in a line with talking with your peers in the XO, while I'm absolutely sure you will have an appointment to set up initial counseling with your company or troop commander, set up a time to sit down with your company or troop first sergeant. Talk to them about their philosophy for the NCOs inside of that company or troop. How do they see the NCOs inside of your platoon? What do they see as the focus for sergeant's time? Where can you help him with your platoon sergeant and your platoon for the betterment of the troop or the company? And then give him or ask him or her, hey, what have you seen? What would be your best advice for a brand-new platoon leader? That NCO has more experience than all the platoon sergeants and squad leaders inside of that troop or that company, and they will provide you invaluable experience, and you'll establish a relationship. They're also somebody you can go to outside of your platoon for unsolicited, you know, for, for advice, they can be agnostic of your platoon. If you want a, a different opinion from somebody who's very senior inside your organization, they are an excellent sounding board, and I have no doubt that they will give you good advice, but I think it is well worth the time to set up the appointment with them, an office call, sit down and ask those questions, or even have them review your documents before you talk to your platoon sergeant. That would also be a good way to start off on the right foot with the NCO Corps, and with your peers inside of the organization. We already talked about sitting on with your company commander. Something I've trained my platoon leaders to do, and then when I was a battalion commander, company commander, is I always provided them a copy of my OER support form. Right In there, it lists the objectives for the organization, your philosophy, how you see things, all right? and your goals. Right, It's very clearly stated inside of that. You should receive that from your company or troop commander. If you don't, ask them for it nicely. If they don't have it, roger that. But I always ask for, sir, a polite way to say, sir or ma'am, do you have a copy of the squadron or battalion commander's OER support form? I'd like to be in line to make sure mine is good to go. And if you have it, sir, I'd also really appreciate a copy of yours. They should provide that to you. Um, Those are excellent documents for you to use, but I would go in, if you can do that ahead of time, if you can get it from either your sponsor or one of your peers, have yours ready, like I said, take that into your initial counseling and provide that to them and give them a brief update on where you stand at, being ready personally, professionally, and let them know, yes, sir, ma'am, I'm ready to go. I already counseled my platoon sergeant, counseled my squad leaders. Philosophy set. I've gone around, met my peers, met the XO, talked to the first sergeant. All right, and I'm, I'm ready to go, sir. I've reviewed the short-range training calendar, all the policies and SOPs within the company or troop. I understand your vision. I understand the battalion or squadron commander's vision, and I'm in line with you 100%. We're ready to go, sir or mail. Excellent. All right, but all that starts with setting the stage to win. All right, and lastly, you know, we talked about here is go around and meet the NCOs or potentially even junior enlisted that are responsible for your commodity shops. You're going to have a training room NCO that generally works for the first arm that supports all the admin inside of your platoon, the troop, or the company. You're going to have an arms room NCO, maybe even an assistant. You're going to have a supply NCO. You're going to have an NBC, you know, room, NCO, or specialist junior enlisted. You're going to have several people doing these things, all right? Build a relationship with them. Understand the SOPs and the guidance that they have from the commander and first sergeant so that you can align the systems inside of your platoon to better support the organization as a whole to function appropriately. All right, that'll save you a lot of time. It'll save a lot of consternation. It'll save a lot of finger pointing when things may not go right with as you're trying to get through the arms room and get out to the field. Just build that rapport with the people inside of your organization and get to know them and understand them, and you will absolutely not have any issues whatsoever working inside of your trooper company. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's a brief bottom line up front of how I feel you can set the stage to win prior to going to an organization. It may sound like a lot, but it's not. This is all easily accomplished, all right, inside of the skill set that you have. I look forward to seeing you out on Fort Benning executing training. Thank you for your time today and hope this has been helpful.